A couple other interesting facts to come out of last night's election. Uh, voter turnout, 58.4%. Now, that doesn't include the mail-in ballots, and there's about 7 million of those, so um, it's going to go up. But 58.4%, you compare that with last election two years ago, it was 67%. Uh, so you got to think it's down uh, rather sizably. Uh, the other interesting thing here, in terms of popular vote, the Liberals have 32.2% of the popular vote, the Conservatives 34%. Liberals claim minority government status with 32.2% of the popular vote in the country. That is the lowest popular vote total ever, ever for government in this country. Uh, and uh, almost two full points behind the Conservatives. So... Uh, that's going to be a, a burr in the saddle for a lot of Albertans, too. We know that. Lots of questions about electoral reform. Justin Trudeau campaigned on it, didn't deliver. Uh, we'll see if that comes through in his second mandate. Right now, though, uh, looking forward to this chat, we're going to talk with Tim Upple, who is the winning Conservative candidate. Well, I'm calling him winning. I don't think he is, though, in Edmonton Millwoods. First of all, Mr. Upple, um, should I congratulate you, or are you, are you, are you being patient here? Uh, good morning. I yeah, I'm being patient. You know what? I'm I'm being more <laughs> respectful of, of of the voters and saying you let let's count all the ballots tonight. Um, just want to make sure we go through the process. You have a lead of almost two thousand uh, votes. There's about three thousand mail-in ballots, so uh, technically it's within striking range of the mail-in ballots. But you've got a pretty comfortable lead. Um, tight race, though. Hey, it was it, it, it's going to come right down to the wire. Were you expecting that? Um, not necessarily. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, first of all, I'm very grateful for the support that we have, and I'm pleased to be going into this um, last count in a lead. As you know, I've been in, on the other side of this, so mm-hmm. it, it's uh, better to be on this side of it. Um, I felt, you know, going door to door, same anger as before against Justin Trudeau, same concern for the economic situation in Alberta. But on the other hand, you know, this election was called um, very much an opportunist election. Yeah based on, on Justin Trudeau's polling numbers in the middle of the summer, middle, you know, at the beginning of the fourth wave pandemic, um, it, it, essentially they planned on suppressing the vote by calling this during a pandemic. Um, Elections Canada comes out and says, hey, you know, we're short 70,000 staff. There's going to be very long lineups. Um, never heard of Elections Canada telling people, um, please be patient in the sense of, you know, it's going to be very long lineups. That's, uh, they suppressed the vote. And, and and this is what Justin Trudeau was counting on is not allowing you know, as, as many Canadians as possible to have a say, and then and you see the result: less people voted. Yeah, uh, it's down quite a bit actually. Um, in terms of your party now, um, basically in the same position you were nationally following the last election. We know there was a leadership change with Andrew Shear out and Aaron O'Toole in, uh, and I know there's some party mechanics that automatically bring a leadership review following an election. What do you think is important for the Conservative Party right now? Is it getting back right into election campaign mode? We know that's always a possibility with a minority. Or is it providing some stability and bolstering the troops? What are you looking to see from your caucus today? Is um, is getting to work. I think it's a very clear message from Canadians. They don't trust Justin Trudeau with with a majority. He thought he had one. Um, his numbers were showing that at the beginning. And, they don't, and Canadians don't trust him. And so they've put us in a position to keep an eye on Justin Trudeau, keep an eye on his spending, keep an eye on, you know, let's look into further into all these scandals. I think our job is to be the official opposition and, and hold him, uh, hold his feet to the fire. Um, I want to ask you about the Alberta situation because we saw a bit of an erosion of conservative support within the province of Alberta. I mean, overall, in terms of votes, 15% dropped uh, in two years. It looks like it could be as many as uh, four seats going to parties other than conservatives when it was just one last time around. What do you attribute that to? I think just 
the uh, the nature of this very very divisive campaign. I think it's a uh, very unfortunate where Justin Trudeau tried to divide people right across the country, and you know, I guess uh, here it worked as well. Um, I mean, I had so many conversations with people who were just very confused about what well, the, the misinformation surrounding a number of things, including vaccinations and vaccination passports mm-hmm. and who stands for what. And Justin Trudeau used that as part of his election ploy. And, you know, so he calls this election in the middle of the summer. People aren't paying as much attention. Um, you know, it's during the, the, the pandemic. And then he w- w- really pushed vaccinations, not as a, as a you know, as a tool in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the pandemic, but he pushed it as a, a sense of dividing us versus them. And, and, and you know, and very shamefully. And, and so, yeah, it, 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 it uh, tended to uh, divide people, I, I think, on all sides. Um, but uh, it's very unfortunate. It's, you know, I, I think uh, it's something that, uh, you know, as a Canadian, I feel like, you know, we, we should be having conversations of how do we move forward? How can we unite and have conversations to educate people or have these conversations of what is your concern rather than the, the direct attacks that uh, Trudeau was taking. Uh, what's your understanding on how this works? I know they don't even start counting mail-in ballots until today. Do you have any idea when you will have a, a, a definitive answer as to whether or not you won this writing? Um, so there's about, yeah, like you said, about 3,000 mail-in ballots that will get start counting today at 11 o'clock this morning. And so uh, we will be there. We'll have some scrutineers there to watch the count. Um, I suspect it'll take several hours because you have to uh, om- open up each em- envelope and uh, kind of take a look what, what the, uh, the ballot is. So uh, it'll take some time, but uh, I'm hoping by the end of today we'll know exactly what <laughs> what the numbers are. <laughs> okay, uh, Mr. Apple, thank you so much for your time this morning. I appreciate you joining us. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is Tim Apple, who uh, it looks like is going to win Edmonton Mill Woods for the Conservative Party of Canada and hang on to his seat. As I said, he's at 17,324 votes. Uh, the Liberal challenger Ben Henderson is at 15,413 votes, difference of almost 2,000. And as you heard from Tim there, there's about 3,000 mail-in ballots that still need to be counted. So he's not celebrating yet. Uh, He says he's being respectful um, of the voters and wants to wait and see exactly how this all shakes out before he uh, gives any kind of speech as a winner or as a loser, which I think is a sensible thing to do. You wouldn't want that blow up in your face if all of those votes suddenly go one way. And we do know that typically the mail-in ballots, historically, do tend to lean more to the progressive side rather than the conservative side. So uh, playing it smart, being safe, uh, and we'll see how that one shapes out.